Rather, our vision shrinks to the size of our limited experience. Yet all things are possible for those who believe in the God who created the heavens and the earth. In our disbelief, we can ask God for inspiration to believe. Then He may give us a vision of divine size. Martin Lloyd-Jones saw that vision. He read about revival, taught about it, advocated for it, and prayed fervently to see it. Revival was central to his ministry. I do not understand Christian people who are not thrilled by the whole idea of revival, said Lloyd-Jones, pastor of Westminster Chapel in London, where he served from 1938 to 1968. If there is one respect in which God confounds the wisdom of the wise more than in any other, it is revival. Still, Lloyd-Jones never experienced a new chapter in the history of revivals, despite his native Wales' traditional reputation for spawning them. In fact, Lloyd-Jones even failed to reverse the trend of discrediting revivals, a trend that he traced back to 1860. He identified several reasons why Christians no longer think of revival when they lament a world that does not know Christ. Conservatives would rather work to reform church theology and practice. Intellectuals doubt supernatural intervention. Rationalists dismiss emotional enthusiasm. All convene committees and organize campaigns. But few will plead for revival, Lloyd-Jones argued. And yet, revival didn't come. Should we conclude then that Lloyd-Jones was wrong to place such an emphasis on revival? Surely not because even though Lloyd-Jones never saw revival, his ministry thrived as he allowed God to expand his vision. He struck the right balance between pleading for God to do what only he can do and striving in the meantime to bolster the church as a faithful minister of the gospel. He was not preoccupied with the spectacular to the point that he neglected gradual gains. Before revival, Lloyd-Jones observed, the church rediscovers the grand, glorious, central truths of Scripture. These include justification by faith alone, the authority of Scripture, the substitutionary death of Jesus Christ by His blood on the cross, His miraculous resurrection, God's sovereign intervention in this world, and judgment for sin. He lived through decades when church leaders gradually drifted from orthodoxy by hedging on these beliefs. Lloyd-Jones feared that evangelicals would be too easily pleased with their apologetic efforts and incremental recovery. But the modern crisis demands a God-sized response. However great a defender of the faith he may be, however doughty a champion of orthodoxy, he can fight and sweat and pray and write and do all things but he is of no avail. He is impotent. He cannot stem the tide, Lloyd-Jones said. We persist in thinking that we can set the situation right. We start a new society. We write a book. We organize a campaign. And we are convinced that we are going to hold back the tide. But we cannot. When the enemy comes in like a flood, it is the Lord who will raise and does raise the banner. The fact of revival proves, I say, so clearly again and again the impotence and smallness of man left to himself. Like the Israelites of old, we so quickly forget what God has done. When we forget, we're tempted to turn against the God who miraculously delivered us from sin and death as He delivered the Israelites from the pursuing Egyptians who had enslaved them.
But our problem today may be worse than mere forgetfulness. We've never even heard many of the revival stories that buoyed the faith of Lloyd-Jones. They've been lost. As the book of the law was rediscovered in the days of the Jewish king Josiah, 2 Kings 22-23, we need to recover these testimonies of God's faithfulness. Already too many generations have been cut off from their legacy. Sadly, few of us understand the gravity of this challenge. During Lloyd-Jones's lifetime, British churches realized too late the mess they had created. Relying for so long on their ancestors' considerable legacy, many churches could not feel the foundation crumbling beneath them. Despite his myriad pleas, Lloyd-Jones never persuaded the bulk of evangelicals to pursue the God who can do in a moment what incremental organization can hardly accomplish in half a century.